It is another living in the past. It is blockbuster movie month in the middle of summer in America and the coldest of winters in Australia, July 1990. And I am Paul. I'm Ben. And uh, yeah, I've um, this is my birthday month, so I'm happy about this one. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. So completely I've, my, forgot my about birthday's that. in July. Um, I very, I don't think it was definitely not 1990, but I for once. Is it, there's a period of the 90s that I remember because about three years in a row on my birthday or near my birthday, they played Who Framed Roger Rabbit on TV, which was one of my favorite movies. Ooh, on your birthday? Or around it. So I remember like I consistently watched it for my birthday and I didn't just have a VHS of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was on. And I also remember that um, around about that time, um, I was into NBA basketball and they were playing it on channel 10 in australia so like and I was, around your birthday yeah yeah that, but but that really, isn't does that yeah. even no because it would have finished by your birthday then why do i remember watching nba basketball on my birthday because everything got here a lot after a long time after it actually Maybe happened. They did surely not that because I, I did check it i think i actually mentioned it in june that uh the was it the pistons or the trailblazers i think the pistons won yeah yeah because i remember was, saying was, like yeah, detroit's never won anything so yeah I, I remember distinctly watching the Houston Knicks series. Ooh, that was not 1990. No. Uh, I'll pretend I don't know, and uh, <laughs> we'll come to it when the year comes. Oh, sports guy doesn't know sports. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the way we start every uh, episode is with the living in the now, so let's go into living in the now. All right, this is what we've been watching recently. Uh, what have you been watching? You, what, have you been... what have you been watching recently? Me? Uh, today I, I always go first. So... Today I watched um, Toy Soldiers because I've started... Oh, that's the best. That's the first time I've ever watched it. Ooh, was I've it got, the best? I've got a Sean Astin um, ha- hatred. <laughs> have or had? Have, still. Oh. I don't care, yeah, if, he's, not don't care if he's got a tank top and he's all buff and stuff. He's still Sam Wise and annoying to me. Wait. Are you talking about toy soldiers, or are you talking about fifty first dates? No, he's, he's got a um, tank top in. He's not. He he does not wear a t shirt in um, anything. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I've started researching nineteen ninety one. So I've been that's a nineteen ninety one movie. So going through that, I've got a bunch of them lined up in my streaming services. I watch Die Hard because it's um, we're, reco- we're recording this at Christmas time. It's my annual Die Hard watch. Is it satisfying to say that you're researching when you're just watching movies? <laughs> If I make notes on it, I'm researching. <laughs> um, I also recently watched uh, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek for the first time. Um, How was that? It was right. Was, was, was Eric Banner amazing? He, he actually took me a while to realize, like, because all the um, Romulans in him, it reminded me of the, uh, you know, in Alien 3, like the planet they go to where they're all shaved no. head. No, I didn't. They're all like shaved head convicts. Like, they kind of, like, the Romulans in Star Trek kind of look like them. Um but yeah, I had a bit of a J.J. Abrams run because I did, also did uh, Cloverfield and Super 8 um, recently oh, yeah. too, So, which I both of them I loved again. Is that a weird pairing to watch together because they're kind of similar? No, that's an awesome pairing. <laughs> it uh-huh. was like a, I assume cheese and wine, but I don't drink or eat that stuff. But like, you know. Oh yeah, because one's for adults and one's for kids, just like Cloverfield and Super 8. Yeah, I think we both, I think I saw Super 8 with you. Yeah, I think we went to the yeah. cinema for that. It's fun. What about you? What's, what are you? Uh, hmm. Good question. Well, what have I been watching? Um, 
Sports, obviously, because I do the sports thing. Um, <laughs> any sport in particular? Let's not have any follow-up questions on that at the moment. <laughs> There's a team that I like that we had a real good start to the week. Um, oh, fuck, I can't even remember who it was. Beat someone 5-2. Had so a great Leeds. time. Yeah, this is, sorry, Leeds United. Yeah. Uh, who was it? Someone terrible. Newcastle. <laughs> Pretty sure it was Newcastle. That was satisfying. Right, okay. And then uh, Is that got, the rival? Not really. Uh, they did have a rivalry yesterday morning yeah. with Manchester United, and it did not go very well. Leeds? Yeah. The Leeds and Manchester in the same area? Yeah. Oh. I've got no idea about the geography of England. I mean, it's England, so nothing's more than like four hours away. <laughs> I know about the English derbies, and that's about it. Oop. Eventually, I will put my phone on silent when we record. <laughs> I, I would do that with mine, but no one's going to contact me, so we're all good. Uh, yeah, I'd look. I've, I've, uh, most of it's been to do with this podcast. So it's like I've been reading books about the nineties, or like listening to stuff, or um, I don't know, like um, watching movies. And I think I'm going to have like a bit of a week or two off because <laughs> otherwise it's just I'm going to listen to something recent. Otherwise, I'm just going to burn out on nineties stuff. Um, yeah, I can help you with that. <laughs> I, I, I'm still, I mean, not of the times, obviously, but. I'm still very much not modern day. Why do I keep thinking I'm in the modern day? You're I'm modern, not. You would never be modern day. No, I'm not. I'm not a modern man. I hate <laughs> by it. Um, but I'm not like delving as hard into 1990 as you are, obviously. Uh, Just I, like touching here and there. So I'm, yeah. I'm having a great time. <laughs> I know when we get to 1991 that I'm going to like, again, like sort of immerse myself in it. But like, it's going to be a bit easier than like, this season, which I still like, I found like a bunch of stuff that I really like in this season. But in 1991, there's, I just know there's like looking ahead, I'm like, oh, there's so much good stuff. And then yeah. 1992, 93, <laughs> forget about it. I did look at some things that were 92, 93, and I got very excited because <laughs> I'm going to steal like a whole segment just for one, one or two little things. Let's go back into July 1999, and uh, this is the events. Now, this one changes depending on where you live and how you write the date. So there was a period of time in 1990 where you could go. So if it was 12.34 at 56 seconds on the 7th of August, 1990, that'd be Australia. But America, for some reason, puts their month first. Yeah. And the day second. So theirs was actually my birthday. Um, Oh, yeah. So 12.34.56 on the 8th of July, 1990. And if you look at that, all written in a row is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero. And obviously that's the one and only time that's ever going to happen. So one and only time that century. Yes. Yeah. We're not going to be around for the next century. Well, so. okay. <laughs> uh, it was made illegal to ride your bike without a helmet in Victoria. Um, I've never actually learned how to ride a bike. So um, yeah. I, I want to say I disagree with that, Laura. I think it's stupid. And really? Necessary. Yes. Think, Has Billy Idol taught you nothing? I think helmets. Wait, did you say motorbike or bike? Well, no, but still, like he didn't read. He 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 didn't wear. A... I feel like it should be encouraged. I don't think it should be illegal. <laughs> a lot of people say about the mask at the moment <laughs> in certain parts of the country. <laughs> yeah, but if I crash my bike, I'm not going to give someone else a disease. <laughs> True. I'm going to help myself. <laughs> Mostly because I fell off my bike, the helmet did nothing, and a week later I got a $60 fine for not wearing a helmet. Really? Yeah. So I'm, I'm a little bitter about it. How, what did you, who did you 
Did you connect with the car? No, my face went into the ground. Like but my... how did you? How do they know that you weren't wearing a helmet? Like, was it no, I was wearing a helmet. But like, oh, okay. I was wearing a helmet. I yeah. came off my bike. My face went into the ground. My helmet never touched the ground. And a week later, I was like, fuck helmets. This didn't do anything. Oh, so like when you went on... Oh, so then you went out without a helmet and you got fined. Yep. Well, that's, I thought like you, you were wearing a helmet. You had an accident. And then the cops said like, oh, well, we thought you weren't wearing a helmet. So we're going to give you a fine. As because well. my helmet was undamaged. So <laughs> I might as well have not been wearing one. How, how could I prove that I was? True. Um, it's a Law and Order episode. That's just... The oh, it is. Uh, there was also uh, dun, dun. the first... So, the 1980s and, and some of the 90s were a big time, like, as part of the satanic panic was going on, um, which, like, if you, there's a bunch of podcasts you can listen to about that. Um, but one of the things was that heavy metal music was uh, sending uh, messages to kids. Or subliminally. The, subliminally about, or subliminally. like... Subliminally. <laughs> hey, join the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, and there was a band called Judas Priest... And they released an album that these two kids, I think they're about 16, 17 year olds, they were listening to Judas Priest for six hours while drinking and smoking uh, marijuana. And then they shot themselves because they thought the music was telling them to do it. Um, the knee jerk reaction at the time was like, it must be the Judas Priest record. It wouldn't be the six hours of like unsupervised drinking and pot smoking. Um, let's well, let's take this. I end. mean, also, it probably wasn't that. Oh, I mean, like, I mean. <laughs> It's there's 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 obviously things that should have been done. Like I mean, there's probably the mental health of both the kids could have been um, reviewed, but what definitely wasn't the time where we were thinking about that. Um, so they took Judas Priest to court, and they actually they went ahead. The prosecutor went ahead with it, um, and then uh, next month I think we'll find out whether that how that went. So we'll leave you on a cliffhanger with that one. How wild is it? Like obviously not a big Judas Priest fan. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, but like just hearing their songs on the radio, to imagine them being yeah, part yeah. of that like satanic oh any of that stuff like there was so many of those bands that's so that, cheesy like, and dumb oh yeah and it's just like <laughs> but like it was the thing because I think um they were one of those ones that like I think one of their the guitarist of the lead singer was arrested for lewdness and because he like he thrusted his crotch at a concert sort of thing like so Ooh. all you have to do is especially like in like maybe like the more conservative states of america like that's your first strike and then like you know if some kids are imagine if they knew he was gay as well <laughs> well enough so some kids like assume themselves while listening to your record like you're basically done i mean rem it didn't end their career did they what? well that was allegedly the last thing that kurt cobain heard before he died was really automatic for the people oh, i never knew that ah 1994 spoiler sorry everybody uh there's a um account i'm following on instagram at the moment called grunge bible and it is really good i'd recommend if you like <laughs> grunge uh and the, the guy who's running it has got like, such a good sense of humor um it's just one of the it's a delight and he also posts daily sometimes twice daily and it's amazing that's hard work he's got a a, a love for the um allison chain songs wood and does a bunch of memes. Uh, did you tell me about this guy? Did a bunch yeah, of memes about him. About it's yeah. just like, and like sometimes, and like then other people will get really angry and like, can you post one of their other songs? He's like, he's like, why would I? <laughs> <laughs> and I laugh. I giggle into my phone. Um, I wanted to also cover. There's a uh, there was this, actually it, it 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 
segues into you in, in sport, actually. Uh, so we don't do. I mean, I suppose we do. Before sports matches here, like we always do the um, the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Um, and now before big sports matches here, the uh, regular ones. Yeah, probably not the regular ones, is it? So, no. But I think it's nearly every match over in, in America. Like, yeah, it's any reason they'll do it. Yeah, and then um, so and there was a big thing in the late eighties, early nineties about getting celebrities to do it. So Roseanne Barr, <laughs> and this is taken from. There's a really good. Uh, um, oral history of of this whole thing it's done by uh cory collins if you um it's done on the sporting news website so they had this week they have these really like these arbitrary weeks in america and it was all or, or days and it was working woman's day and working so roseanne being obviously at the moment like the, the her character in the tv show was you know a middle-class family where she was like a, a, a working mother. And um, one of the reasons that I used to watch that show is because like it rang true to like um, a lot of like the same situations that people grew up in. So she was asked to sing the national anthem and I will now. Oh dear. Tell Although you. let's just say, oh no, yeah, play it before we say anything. Yeah. I think it needs to be um, heard before yeah. it's excused. Stop, stop. She's already dead. <laughs> Just take note. <laughs> now, just keep watching because Tom Arnold's going to come over and see it. <laughs> Oh, really? I didn't see this bit. And... Let's get the kids and get out of here. He says, let's get out of here. I think they're going to kill us. Like, um, so... Did she spit on the ground at the end? Okay, so let me just take you through. Also, Roseanne is not uh, the positive woman we thought she once was. So, Oh, no, look, again, we, like, I should, I should preface all of this by saying that, like, look, I know that... um. You know, despite her assertion that she was taking Ambien and um and and didn't know what she was saying, uh, she knew what she was saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the reason that she was doing it also was because um uh, so you know the production company um Casey Werner, yeah yeah. Yes. So Tom Werner, part of the, he also um he owned the Padres, which is what the game uh. was on. So, so he got her to do it. She didn't really want to do it. She was asking him why she wanted to do it why he wanted to do it and he said like oh well obviously it's going to promote my network and my all my my show and also for the team so um she if you watch the clip and we'll put it up on our instagram you can see her at the start and she's put her fingers in her ears and it's because um when you're singing in a large venue you've got like a a foldback speaker like to generally yeah she may not have had one and she <laughs> like and she also she couldn't so basically it was it was out of sync so oh. she was like about three seconds behind the beat of the actual song so like you know they had the music but she and that's why she was like putting her finger up to her ear because she was like trying to block out the backing music i couldn't even hear any music 
Yeah, well, I think, and then like it's it's, it's very light because obviously she was very loud. Yeah. Um, so then she, so she can't, and then at the end, she grabs her crotch and then she spits because that's like a baseball thing to do, oh, and right. she thought that would be funny, which you know, if if the entire if she hadn't sung it the way she had sung it, probably would have been a funny little yeah. thing to do. So she does that. The fans go absolutely batshit crazy about it because it's just like. Um, like burning the flag, basically. Yeah, yeah. And then um, the worst bit about it, though, and like, because I, I have to admit, the first time I watched that, I'm just like, oh, like, that's horrible. Why would you do that sort of thing? Looking into it now, they also took the opportunity to like make fun of her weight, basically yeah. make fun of the fact that she's a woman. Um, she really got hung out dry, like on like all the like talkback radio and sort of stuff, all the conservative like pundits sort of stuff. It's like, and back then, like no one really stood up for her either. Like it was like there was a lot of fat shaming and stuff. So I wanted to bring it up because it looked. I mean, on the face, it is funny. Like it's it's a really really horrible. Like it's, and it's, it's Larry David funny though. It's not like enjoyable funny. Yeah, you'll you'll see it on any, on those countdown shows of like you know top twenty like you know mistakes or like yeah, all that sort of thing but like yeah. um but the backstory and i really uh, employ you to like if you can what read the the oral history like it's like she quit stand-up for a year she's quit public engagements for a year she didn't sing in public again until like the mid-2000s can she actually sing i mean can any like i mean most people who sing the national anthem can like hold a tune but i don't think she can actually sing i think she actually wanted to do it but like is like the public humiliation of it all. Yeah. Um, is just also like, being like one of the biggest stars in the country at the time. Yeah, it would be like um, if Seinfeld did it at the height of his, of his, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like that's just like I wanted to sort of, sh- and that's one of the main parts of this, this podcast was to shine light on stuff that's like regrettable in, in back in the day sort of thing. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, looking back on it. We've come a bit further, but not not enough. <laughs> uh, but let's let's leave that there and uh, let's go on to films. So, as I said, this was the blockbuster month. It's July. Um, the 1980s had really built us up to the fact that the summers were where we get our big movies. And in this year, we had Die Hard 2. We had Ghost, Arachnophobia, The Freshman... Navy Seals, Presumed Innocent, Problem Child, Quick Change, Blood Oath, and Chicago Joe and the Showgirl. Those last two, I tried to. I actually got them from the library, and I I, I just never got around to watching them. I was like, and the Jetsons movie. Oh, and the Jetsons movie, yeah, yeah. So I looked for it and I considered, but I imagine it was just going to be like an hour and a half long Jetson episode. Yeah, I, I, Jetsons were. I mean, I, was, I suppose I probably was watching them back in the day, like. Seems really weird because like that was still like you know about twenty years on from like the actual Jetsons first airing. Yeah. So it's like why? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, also, not mentioned there was um, the Adventures of Ford Fairlane, which I didn't watch, and you shouldn't watch because it's fucking garbage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you get to watch any of these? I did. Um, some of them. I'd already watched and we'd already discussed. Yeah, so you can... Yeah, Arachnophobia, um, we covered in one of our mini-episodes. Presumed Innocence coming up in a couple of of weeks. Problem Child we covered. Hello! Uh, Um, And 
I think Ghost is going to be there. Yeah, we've got Ghost. I think yeah. Die, um, Hard, I Die think. Hard 2, I just covered. If you want to hear that, we um, on my other podcast, Die, um, Days Video Graveyard, we did that for one of our movies in uh, December. Oh, and then come back here and compare. And then compare, yeah. See compare. if Paul likes it the same. <laughs> <laughs> See if he does the same little bits. So. <laughs> regurgitating his stories about Die Hard Make too. a note, like, don't use the same notes. <laughs> uh, I really want to talk about Presumed Innocent, though. Have you watched it yet? No. Damn it. I thought about it. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll wait till we get to the mini, so I'm it's fresh. Such, it's such a weird Harrison Ford movie. No one else is a weird movie. What? Quick Change. Tell me about that. I've never seen it. When I say it. weird, I mean terrible. Okay. When I say movie, I mean... <laughs> pictures of people on a screen and they move around and they shouldn't bill murray as a clown briefly as a clown because that's that's on the front cover you would expect that that's the thing that he does the entire movie no really um i assumed it was a bill murray clown movie no that could have been so good (laughs) like all the way through this movie just had potential to be so much more um what's the what's the story okay so non-stop spoilers because Please don't anyone ever watch it. It was hard to get... I love Bill Murray. Everyone loves Bill Murray. Uh, um, um, Everyone loves Bill Murray. Uh, <laughs> um, he's very lovable. Uh, and he's playing that character that he's kind of famous for. It just doesn't fit. Oh, you mean the same character he plays in every movie? <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> he's basically um, the Phil aloof, from Groundhog Day. The aloof asshole. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And it works so well in the first five minutes when he's a clown robbing a bank. And then suddenly they escape from the bank, which was okay. I yeah. Mean, it's not Ernest Goes to Jail, but <laughs> it was all right. Um, Randy Quaid is just Randy Quaid being uh, over the top and annoying and disappointing. Nice. But all the way through the film, it's just Bill Murray being Bill Murray. I feel like they didn't really have a proper script or plot or idea. Do you of- think that it got to like... Because when, when Jim Carrey broke, they basically just paid him to be Jim Carrey for a few movies. Yep. So this is what this is Bill Murray's time for that. Yeah, so they had three reasonably big names at the time. Like, yep. let's just get on the screen. You guys will make magic. Don't yep. worry about it. He probably did that thing because you know that... Um, was it Ghostbusters 2 he did? or No, Ghostbusters he did so he could make one of his weird sort of art house films. Maybe, yeah. maybe they had another... Contracts just, like that. I didn't check how much money this made, but I hope it didn't oh, I mean, no. make any. I watched of, uh, Navy Seals. <laughs> that's so weird. Surely that couldn't have been any worse. That's a that's another. It's on stand. Um, it's weird because it it really goes back and forth. It's kind of like that Men at Work movie that's coming up next month. Like it blurs the line between action and comedy, um, which also stars Charlie Sheen. Um, <laughs> Because you've got some bits in this which are like almost um, National Lampoon-y. Like there's this, the, the, he loses his car, like he like this, his Ferrari. I don't think I've ever seen it, but I always assumed it was like a pretty serious kind of action. It is, film. but like it's, it's really gung-ho, but then it, it goes for like half an hour way too long. Is it Top Gun-esque? Esque, yeah. It's okay. like it's, it's more... Predator without the predator, like they got like this um, this, this tight knit group of guys, and it's this very sort of gung ho. And um, Charlie Sheen just plays Charlie Sheen in it, basically. Yep. Um, it's just yeah, like the funny bits are kind of funny, but like the actiony bits are just not. It's just not interesting enough. It's got Michael Bean in it from um, Aliens and Terminator, 
Uh, it's two just... alien references in one in one episode. Yeah. Uh, we also had The Freshman, which I watched, which is another fucking weird movie. Um, it's got it's got Matthew Broderick in it and Marlon Brando in it. Marlon Brando came back for this one. Like, he hadn't done movies for a while, and uh, he it's kind of weird. Like that bro- sounds like a pairing that does not fit. Well, he plays like a crime boss. He basically plays. Okay, that works. He basically plays Vito Corleone to the, to the extent that they actually kind of like. There's a there's Matthew, Matthew Broderick goes to a film class where they're watching Godfather, but they and they sort of make a little bit of a like a thing of like, oh, it's kind of like the guy that is in this movie. No, no I don't like that. Um, and again, like they have some funny things. It's got um, it's it's kind of one of these uh. Like a Frasier episode, like sort of it's got that sort of farcical type sort of stuff. It's like they get into really weird situations. There's like a whole big um, B story with this um, um, Jack Russell. No, no, it's, it's got like it's Komodo <laughs> dragon. Oh, it's close. <laughs> um, and it basically culminates into like this. The 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 last thing is like they got this dinner where they've um, invited a bunch of rich assholes to this place where they can pay a bunch of money to eat endangered species. So, okay. Malon Brando like gets all these um animals st- um like d- imported in from all over the world, and um and then these people are gonna eat it. This, it's this does not sound like a good premise for a film. Oh no, it's not at all. It's it's just it's just weird. Like I don't know um why it was made. Um, Matthew Broderick <laughs> was re- Matthew Broderick's just like wasted in it because he. I mean, he's kind of Ferris Bueller-y in it, I suppose. It's also got um, Bruno Kirby. Do you know him? He's got... Um... He's, a, he's a Pokemon, right? <laughs> Do you know When Harry Met, when Harry Met Sally? Uh, probably not well enough. The friend in When Harry Met Sally. Okay. Um, Penelope Ann Miller's in it. Um, Frank Whaley's in it. Um, the guy from mm. Swimming with Sharks. And um, it's got a lot of 90s... Swimming with Sharks. The one with Kevin Spacey, um, where he gets tied to a chair and um, given paper cuts. You know, uh, just off topic. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned Harvey Firestein. I think, was it like February or April yeah. he came up? Do you know how many times he's come into my life in the last week and a half? How many he's, times have I come in there? Every, <laughs> like, ah. Uh, On my other podcast. And I'm so I, ashamed that I didn't know who he was the first time you said it. On DVG, I'm... I am known to like to do the impression of Harvey Firestein from Independence Day. If you grew the beard out a bit more and spiked your eyebrows, you're on your way. David. (laughs) There you go. But I just know him from Mrs. Doubtfire. (laughs) I got a message today saying that someone liked my, um, my Joe Pesci lethal weapon impression. From uh, yeah, that was a good one. And I was like, that's the extent of my impression. And the extent of my impression of Harvey's fire team is David. Oh, David. You got two words. <laughs> Joe Pesci's just one. <laughs> I got to call my mother. <laughs> uh, so that's, I mean, we'll go into Presumed Innocent because I really want to um, focus on that. That's a fucking weird movie. Um, but yeah, I think we can. Oh, no, Arachnophobia, you'll, well, yeah. like You should have already heard about. It's amazing. <laughs> It's pretty good. <laughs> it's amazing and has no long camera shots whatsoever that you need to think about. <laughs> so. If you can skip the first five minutes and watch Wilson Phillips hold on instead, <laughs> yes, then you're laughing. All right, so going on to television. 
Okay. We there was television? We was, I don't have there any was television. television. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just didn't read the fact sheet. We uh, had and I'm gonna turn this down because it's gonna be up from Roseanne. Is this one of the songs that I made that you rejected? I don't know what this is. Really? You yeah, have no idea what's happening. Northern Exposure, my friend. Still don't know what that is. It's about a doctor who uh, is a great doctor in LA and then gets sent, or another major city, and gets sent to Alaska, a small town in Alaska, and becomes the GP there. And it's a city boy meets country life, and it's amazing, and I love it. It's quirky. It was basically one of those first... Um, is this before or after Doc Hollywood? It was before Doc Hollywood, but has ah, the same type sort of thing. So okay. um, I love this show. It's like, the, <laughs> you know, in The Simpsons, because <laughs> everything comes back to The Simpsons. Yeah, it does. You know, when the moose comes in and that music's playing. Um, the moose. Like, there's an episode where he's like, hey, moose, talking to you. And it's um, it's a, it's a Northern Exposure um, nod. I do not recall any mooses or meeses oh, it's in like it's in this first it's in season two or three and um the moose is going through the garbage just like and then like homer chews it off and it's got and that music is in the background ah oh. um so it's a it's definitely is a nod to normal exposure it's one of my favorite um tv series of all time and it's just it's that first one and i'm a sucker i'm a sucker for the the dramedy yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's not a straight out sitcom. It's a, it's a, it's a sitcom. Sitcom. Getting <laughs> um, a bit excited about it again. <laughs> I sitcom a lot. Um, it's one of those ones where it's like, uh, uh, yeah, like um, you got a bit of a balance of the drama and the comedy. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's amazing. Was dramedy actually a thing then or is that just a word no, that was No, and this, this was probably later. one of the forefront. Like it used to be like, You'd have your dramas like that, maybe had like one or two funny bits, but this one really was a blend of the two genres, like Doc Hollywood. Yeah, well, we'll get to Doc Hollywood. Yeah, we will. I think it's next. I think it's actually ninety one. Yeah, sure. it's when he found out he had a uh, Parkinson's in the bridge. No, yeah, his that. um his uh, thumb kept twitching oh. on the set of Doc Hollywood. What a coincidence. Hmm. Um. The E network began and society began to crumble, so mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was great. Uh, we also had our uh, blossom. Ah, oh, of course, I do remember the TV section of the email with uh, Joey. Oh yeah, Joey. I uh, considered trying to go and find some blossom to just rewatch and relive. And there is a yeah. landmark episode. So um, a while ago, I was looking into something about um, the. Uh, the very special episode, you know, like those things they used to do on sitcoms, like so on a very special episode, like, you know, it's when someone on Saved by the Bell took speed to study and like it's a say no to drugs episode or like... Oh, right. Not like just the 136th episode. No, 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 no. It's like, it's like, it's um, on, a, on a very special episode, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with like abortion tonight or like we'll deal with this and deal with that. Um, John Mulaney does a bit where he says... <laughs> You know, you always you always know that it's one of those ones because like a character we've never seen before comes onto there and he's he's really shifty and he, he holds like a joint in a really weird way, <laughs> like you've never seen anyone. Done or before. Roy, 
appears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, so um, there's one in Blossom though where it's about a guy taking a gun to school because Ooh. he's, I can't remember if he's the bully or if he's being bullied and Blossom finds out and then I don't know whether she doesn't tell someone or she does tell someone and then she gets, like, I don't know. But yeah, that's where <laughs> something happens. Uh, something happens. Uh, and was this in 1990 or is this just somewhere within the Blossom universe? That, that was actually probably one of the later episodes, like 94 or something like that. Oh, so. Why the fuck are we talking about it, Because Jeez, come on. Let's stay on brand here, all right? <laughs> Can't be having these tangents about 94. And... <laughs> cool, I'm going to now, get a, a, an entire episode is going to be in that Blossom episode of 94. Just no. so you know. Um, and in Australia, we had the comedy company start which was like a full frontal fast forward sketch show had uh, such landmark characters as Kylie Mole. Oh, classic. Uh, Con the Fritterer. Oh God. Who I think is slightly racist. <laughs> Probably. Um, well, it was, it was a big white dude putting on greasy black hair and, and being Greek. Oh, I remember that guy. I could do the impression for you if you want. No, I don't think anyone would appreciate that. Okay, I won't. Um, Colin Carpenter was on it. That was played by Kim... Oh, I can never pronounce his last name. Kim Guinal. He was on Full Frontal as well. He was okay. um, the other guy that said, it's crap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was, on, yeah. He, he was originally on the um, comedy company. Was Eric Banner in it? No, he was. He started on full front. Shall we just skip ahead? Then? <laughs> He's not a great guy, you know. He's not the worst. I remember is watching he? him. Okay, this is and um, you know I did a Q and A here last week. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, a or virtual one. I don't know. I didn't say. I think it was a virtual one. Um, like he's from Melbourne, so he could have come. Yeah, he could. He could have been at, like up the road from me. <laughs> um, I remember he was being, and this again skips ahead, but I give a fuck. Um, <laughs> he was being interviewed. There used to be a show when the Foxtel first, our cable company here, Foxtel first started. He was being interviewed on this show, and the guy asked him about it was about Chopper. Mm. So Eric Banner played a um, well-known, notorious criminal, Chopper Reed, in a movie um, in Australia. And the interviewer basically said, like, do you think you're glorifying him? And Eric Banner just went fucking off and was like... Fair question. Um, but he, apparently they had agreed beforehand, like, not to uh, do that. So, Because um, I imagine he would have got that question a lot. Yeah, and I think that's probably... And, and like, um, I remember... I always remember he said, I would expect more from a fellow... Is he a St. Kilda guy? Yeah. He's like, I'd expect more from a fellow St. Kilda um, person. And, like, any... He nearly he got so close to him I thought he was gonna punch him. And no, it was just amazing true. to watch. Um but that made me think of like, I don't know that Eric Banner's like the nicest person in the world. Well, that just shows you that he was glorifying Chopper and he, <laughs> he thought was that it was okay character. to do it. <laughs> no, like when he got defensive because he thought, you know, he was offended because he was in the wrong and he freaked out. That's <laughs> that's what happened. He didn't want to be called out for doing something dumb and he couldn't handle it. Going on, you, <laughs> Going on the music. Going on the music. I guess. <laughs> all right. So we. It was. It was all right. Not a blockbuster month. Not blockbuster music time. Nah. We had a. a so Napalm Death. Um, yeah. 
Jeff Lynn, who has has his hair is always he's like ELO. Uh, ELO, yeah, yeah. His hair has never changed, and it's got to be. I'm like, because even like the Counting Crows guy now has said like, look, I know that my dreadlocks aren't dreadlocks anymore. I've actually, you know, he's been wearing a wig for like last decade. He's culturally appropriating with a wig. Yeah. So I think up until when I I saw him in 2015, I saw Counting Crows in 2015 and I'm not. Yeah. Weird. Love him. Um, And he was still wearing it then. And you could totally tell it because like there's just ways that light reflect off hair and the hair don't and the hair doesn't like uh hair doesn't move the way that that his hair did and i think nowadays they haven't i mean they haven't released anything for a while but i I believe he's just like stripped back now and and not doing it so um correct me if i'm wrong is he white did i just call him out for having dreads and i'm not entirely oh no no he's yeah he's white yeah like he's pretty he was probably one of the starters of the movement of like white people getting dreads um we will get into my Counting Crows love like way down the track, but um, yeah, I'm 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 here, and I'm standing up for my Counting Crows uh, love. I don't care, but not his hair. But not his hair, mate. I just found a picture of him, and that's the worst wig I've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I believe now that he's like, I I think he lost it. Like, well, like even I think it's back in. Uh, like 2005 or something. I think it's been a while since he's wearing that wig. So, uh, Suicidal Tendencies, which I, I always hated Suicidal Tendencies, but I actually really like this album. Um, it was like, so I never really have seen like the ones I used to put on those punk specials on Rage and they must have like just put their worst songs on. So like, it was a little bit less um, rap rocky and it was a little bit less hardcore. It was a bit less like straight down punky. So it was a uh, Lights, Camera, Revolution by Suicidal Tendencies. I really liked. Yeah. Cowboys from Hell by Pantera. Um, Heats yeah. my friends liked metal, like that sort of stuff in school. And I hated Pantera so much. Um, I don't know. Like, there's just... Because we were called Bogans at school. Because we weren't... As in, like, your school or you? No, at school. So, like, we okay. used to have... We, like, the popular kids used to call us Bogans. But, like... And or metalheads and stuff like that, but like we weren't like we were sort of more the grungy ones, and like we just we sort of just hung out with the metalheads because like that's what you do. Like we're all sort of into that same sort of music, but like yeah, just never got into that stuff. Same. It's too angry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Apple by Mother Love Bone. Uh, Good one. It's such a great album. It is. I realized that I had not listened to much more than Stardog Champion and Crown of, Chloe Dancer, Crown of Thorns. Like I, like, I remember Star, actually Stargirl Champion was one of the first songs that I heard and I loved it when I was, um, so what was I? I was eight. 18? Oh. So I was eight, eight, nine when this came out. And you listened to it? Well, then. my brother listened to it. Oh, uh, okay. And like I could hear it through, like cause we shared a wall. And that's where a lot of my music sort of influence came from. It was like we shared a wall. So I, I heard his music. And Stargirl Champion, like he actually put on a tape for me because um, I loved it so much. It was really good. I liked the kids singing at the end. What about uh, Shangri-La? Do you love it? Or yeah, like, yeah, I like Shangri-La, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it annoys me. Yeah, or well, sometimes... Um, it's a bit too... Sometimes entering wood kind of annoys me. Like, yeah. with, like it's just... Um, but, like, I suppose now... I've got more of an appreciation for it now. It's like Mad Season. I had I didn't like Mad Season when it first came out, but now I can just, like, go, that's, you know, for what it is, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, Band in the USA by Two Life Crew. We've been through Two Life Crew before. Yeah, <laughs> they've had enough airtime, I think. <laughs> No, no, me so horny. No. <laughs> uh, Pandemonium. I never say this word right. 
Pandemonium by Morris Day and the motherfucking time. <laughs> uh, I fucking love this album. I've been, that's out of all these, these ones, I think Apple and this one I played the most. It's amazing. I uh, didn't listen to that one at all. I loved it. If you like, obviously if you like Prince and like that sort of old school hip hop, it's really good. But it's, I'm not um, a big Prince fan. Um, His hits are obviously hits, but I just, I can't deep dive. It doesn't do it I'm getting me. more and more into it. Like, um, yeah, there's there's obviously some good stuff. There's like some pretty bad stuff too. Apparently, um, Sinead O'Connor punched him because he came in and listened to her version of like, Nothing Compares to You yeah. and said it wasn't great, and then she punched him. Other than that, she it was like it was, there was there was some violence. I'm not sure what it I was. I can see that. And then he tried to take the song back, and his version wasn't as good. And then yeah. he wanted an elephant in Minnesota. Also a really um, good album, and I don't really like this guy that much, but Iggy Pop released um, Brick by Brick, and it's got his version of Candy on it, that candy, candy, uh, candy. His, wait, his version? Isn't it? Or is, his, is it his I song? I thought it was his song. Oh, I thought it was a version. I thought it was a cover version. I have no idea. It's um, terrible. There's another, there's another song there called Butt Town, and it's, it's fucking great. Got high praise from Beavis and Butthead. I was wondering what that little thing meant on the fact sheet. I was like, is this... I was looking into what? the album and I was like, uh, they said, yeah, so Beavis and Butthead were starting to get some traction and like they put this, the clip for Butt Town on there and they loved it because obviously it had the word button. Yeah. Um, and then the... I will get the charts... Oh yeah, has, has the charts been happening? I feel like the charts hasn't been happening. Maybe just do it like twice a year. <laughs> yeah, for sure. January, July, and December. There's your charts. So in America, this is what happens in America. Uh, <laughs> it was still step by step by New Kids on the Block. Um, Mark Marky Mark was in the film clip for that one too. No one cares about him. <laughs> oh yeah, what happened? Didn't he? I think that was in the eighties. I mean, he's done terrible things, <laughs> many terrible things. He's got to turn years. a lot on. Hang on a sec. Yeah, because people can't see what we're doing. Um, I'm pretty sure his first incident was like mid '80s, um, but he's had multiple. Uh, well, he recently issues with the law. Well, he recently is also the subject of, and this is like dating the podcast, but like there's been a recent. COVID outbreak here and he's one of the ones that got exemptions because he's in Sydney right now. Oh, no way. And apparently he got an exemption and everyone's like, well, maybe oh, we shouldn't. Hope someone punches him in the face. <laughs> Do not punch Mark Wahlberg in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Probably take out his legs and paralyze him like he did with the other guy. <clears throat> Moving on. Is that too much? <laughs> gonna offend the, I don't know this. I'm going to offend the Wahlbergers out there. Uh you know what? If there was people who were going to hop a plane... Well, they're not allowed um, in, so eat a dick. <laughs> I can get in. Well, I'm going to get in one day. <laughs> Your boy should be in jail. Your boy. Um, so how do you mother for me, all right? There's also this song. That is She Ain't Worth It by Glenn Medeiros with vocals by Bobby Brown. I thought that was the intro to NBA Jam. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not very good. 
Let's put Bobby Brown attached to us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we've From also... one beat it to another. Mm. What a month. We also had... Oh, it's King. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. They should be sorry. Why am I apologising? And in Australia, in old Aussie, we had... It must have been love, oh, but it, it's it over, over now? now. I love that this turns into your karaoke. <laughs> and you can't touch this. Wow. Yeah. Remember that? Took, a, took, a, took us a while to get onto that, but um, five weeks it was on the, the top of the We should check out the UK charts sometime. Who gives a shit about UK charts? Ooh. It's like EDM and Oasis and Blur. Probably not in 1990. Yeah, there was a similar version of them. I, I would look and it the up. Supergrass. <laughs> yeah, probably. We are young. <laughs> In spiral carpets, allegedly. I don't know. Oh yeah, you mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh wait, was that from last? Pod? That's coming up. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Now there's like a teaser for what's coming. <laughs> yeah, we we record out of sync. No, we don't. <laughs> uh, Hopefully, that's it with music, and we can just move on to the uh, better sports section. We should be putting the sports section like near the top of the show, but yeah, let's go for sports. Good intro. <laughs> Isn't it? Does it make you want to dance through a field with traffic cones in your chest? <laughs> um, I'll keep it brief because it actually, no, it was a big month for sports because it's summer in half of the world, yeah, which is a big deal. Um, just shout out for Craig that Richmond won a game in oh, July of 1990. A game. A game. Yeah, just just the one. <laughs> um, there was a lot of golf. Uh, <laughs> I did start writing it down. Oh, there was just too much golf. I was like, I'm not going to write down all the tournaments and all the winners. Have you seen, and you don't watch commercial TV probably, and I don't know why I am, but um, there's, uh, is it hole in one or like, there's oh, a new mini golf. Those, yeah. And Greg Norman's on it. I saw the ads, yeah. And Greg Norman says at the start, he's like, I've played in St. Andrews and all these other things. He's like, but nothing compares to this. And it's like this like trashy set of a mini golf. I'm like, do you say that this place is better than St. Andrews in Scotland? Like one of the most renowned golf courses in the world. And was his face just deadpan and like the soul had been sucked out of him as he said it? I don't think he can actually move his face. Oh, okay. <laughs> that probably helps. It's got the dude from um, Step Brothers. Uh uh, <laughs> Your laptop's about to take off. Um, it's got the dude from Step Brothers. Um, the the really loud one. The stepdad? No, no, no. John like C. The, Riley? The, the big dude. Um, oh, Rob Riggle. Bow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bow! <laughs> yeah, he plays one of the commentators. Ah, uh, yeah, I do remember those ads. Yeah. Um. So anyway, back to sports. Yeah. Real sports, not mini golf. Uh, actual golf. Oh, no, that's right. I didn't. Take any notes. <laughs> the golf people I didn't care enough about golf. Sorry, golf people. Um, Steffi Graf, 13 consecutive Grand Slams, came to an end because she lost. So, um, uh, she lost to someone who then went on to also lose. Uh, oh, okay. This is Wimbledon. Uh, Martina Navratilova. Yes. Nice. Uh, she ended up winning. Um, I don't know if this would have been an event or sports. It kind of straddles. The New Jersey Devils signed two Russian players yeah. and took a lot of criticism. Would you like to know why? They're Russians st- taking American jobs. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they're from New Jersey. 
that is like the uh, yeah, it makes sense. That is gonna be like the heartland of people like, hey, oh, whoa, <laughs> hey. But how many? No, how... damn, Roski's gonna take my New Jersey Devils. Uh, oh, that's not bad. Thanks. I don't know if that was actually Jersey, but you know, it works. Um, I watch Sopranos. I wrote down. Uh, I apparently stopped my sentence short. <clears throat> Um, or I gave up because it was cricket and I didn't care enough. I've just got Graham Gooch scores. <laughs> what? I don't know. Did he pick up at the bar? <laughs> I imagine he scored a lot of runs, so he probably did afterwards. I remember Graham Gooch. He must have scored a lot of runs somewhere. I don't know why. I know he was a cricketer. Um, I think he was a lot bit, bit before my time of watching cricket. Um, but he was frequently... Your laptop now sounds like Gizmo. I want to get oh, that's the fridge. Um... <laughs> the uh, there's a show called A Bit of Fry and Laurie starring Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie and Graham Gooch was the butt of like many a joke and I don't know why did he ever get to appear in it? no oh that's a shame but um yeah it was just I always wondered why everyone sort of have I mean maybe it's the name yeah that would definitely help <laughs> um finally in sports the FIFA World Cup happened oh yeah oh in yeah in Italy Italy yeah yeah, yeah. uh West Germany defeated Argentina. Argentina? Yeah, pretty sure that's how you say it. Was Argentina. that Hand of God? Uh, no, that was 80. Right. That's when they actually won, I think. He recently passed away. He did. Hmm. Um, cool, so that's we're, we're good for sport? Um, yeah, I guess so. You want to do a quiz? Oh, I can give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> that quiz that we started and sometimes do and sometimes don't do. Yeah, All that's right. the one. Give it a roll. Am I rolling or can I just pick a guy? And cue the music. Now roll. <laughs> Black. Two arcade fighting games. Oh, fuck. I thought you were going to say arcade fighting songs. <laughs> yes. Damn it. <laughs> because it's it's the Ben quiz. <laughs> yeah. Did you... I want the props for my month of May. Yeah, I did enjoy that. Thank you. Thank you very much. I also said Modern Man before, which also Arcade Fire song. You I heard. We'll highlight that. Just pause it and cut it and blow it up. How a podcast work again? <laughs> Put it on the wall. So if you're doing a drinking game, we'll do an Arcade Fire comment. And like we haven't mentioned the other thing that we mentioned every episode yet. Oh, there's a couple. Moth- Mothman. Oh, I did consider it earlier. <laughs> it's funny because... <laughs> Neither of us love Mothman or Arcade Fire that much. <laughs> Actually, there's a few drinking games. Um, you can't pin them all on me because Frasier, yeah. uh, Law and Order, Aliens. And now Harvey Firestein. Harvey Firestein, uh, JFK. <laughs> Actually, anything Kevin Costner related from <laughs> 1990 to 1994. Oh, man. All right, so two arcade fighting games. Arcade Fire songs. Uh, Modern Man and Monster <laughs> Man. <laughs> Uh, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. All right, see if I can. Uh, I've got to try and top you. You do. Or do you just need one more? Or Double Dragon. Just do the one back and forth. If you can get one, I have to get one. Double Dragon? No, you have to name a game. Yeah, Double Dragon. That I've heard of. You've never heard of Double Dragon? No. What is your problem? All right, I'm just going to see if this is 90s because I'm cheating. Um, oh, it has to be 90s. I forgot about that bit. Uh, Streets of Rage. Did you just look one up? I was thinking. I was, I was thinking if it was eighty, eighties, or nineties. You looked and... at your phone and then you said, "Let's roll. Let's let's roll." Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm not playing with this cheat. Blue again. Blue again. 
two oh a film where a character travels to another planet not an asteroid a planet <laughs> an asteroid is not a type of planet <laughs> you can't say Armageddon Fuck. how did you know <laughs> <laughs> found that in an op shop the other day for a dollar and bought it that's too much um so again is this just to be clear is this a 90s thing yes this is a 90s podcast yeah but not everything revolves around the 90s you know? alien 3 oh what do you know alien <laughs> film the alien 2 <laughs> that's in the 80s <laughs> alien 4 <laughs> they don't get to a planet no. <laughs> oh, what are they doing that's um, another ship how did I get on this thing I don't uh, mulligan alright we are going to fast let's go do this quickly we only Seinfeld characters we're going to see how far we get alright mm. I'm going to double time this. Okay. Alright, you can start. You can do the, uh, the main four. Like, everyone's in. Okay. So let's just knock off Jerry. George. Elaine. Kramer. Leo. Newman. Oh, Newman. Uh, oh, I already forgot his name. Uh, Morty. Frank. Estelle? Yep. Uh, Soup Nazi. Oh, is that a name? Yeah. Uh, That's a little bit. Uh, Steinbrenner. Dolores. Oh, <laughs> Dolores! <laughs> I think... I, I, no, no. Oh, he's done! I can see so many faces, <laughs> and I can't get any of their names to my mouth. How much further would you have gone? Uh, Mickey. Oh, Mickey. Is that it? Oh, <laughs> I um, Susan. Susan. Uh, Babu. Babu. Um, Mr. Peterman. Classic. Hey, I'm back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go for. I hope my friends don't listen to this. I can't just say Susan's dad. No. I love that guy. Um, Marissa Tumay. We're out of wine. Tell that woman to buy more. <laughs> Marissa Tomei. <laughs> it counts. Uh, can you do George's aliases? <laughs> no. Or Kramer's. Oh, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. Who's Jimmy? Jimmy's going down. <laughs> Who was, um, oh, Banyan. That's what I was trying oh, to do. Banyan. Like I could see him and I could hear him in my head. I was like, oh, I couldn't, wouldn't come to me. Um, That's all I wanted. Yeah, I, I don't think I've got any more. I've got faces. Yeah, I can see the courtroom. I can see all of them. Yeah. Oh, Sue Ellen. Um, Puppy. Puppy. Puppy's a little sloppy. Uh, <laughs> um, this is about the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need a. Suellen Mishki. Ah. Oh. Yep. Oh, um, the <laughs> the lawyer. Uh, Johnny. Jackie. Jackie, Jackie Robinson. Oh. Jackie Robinson. No, Jackie. Um. All right. You put the bomb on. What did you put the bomb on? <laughs> did you put the bomb on? <laughs> All right. With that, uh, 
deplorable. <laughs> that wasn't that bad. <laughs> Let's just never go to a Seinfeld quiz night. Okay. Yeah. Good call. Um, that's like the thing with that show, especially, is that we used to play. Well, I, I used to play it in the background, working at the video store all the time. So, like, I have them all sort of tattooed onto my brain at some point. Not enough of them, apparently. But then again, like, but the, because now that I've had such a break, so like, I stopped working there in like 2014, uh, 2015. Like, I've noticed that even like when I was watching, I was rewatching Star Wars recently. I'm like, oh, like I just there's bits that like, not that I'm like surprised. Like I've never seen that bit before. But it's like, oh, I've always I always heard it. Yeah. Yeah, but I just um. You never fully acknowledged it. The yeah, same. yeah. So it's just like, oh, like it's that that break of like five years has like made me reappreciate like watching Seinfeld again watching Simpsons Simpsons especially I'm like yeah. oh man I, I miss I miss watching that all the time that's what I was trying to articulate with Home Alone because like from start to finish all of it is there like yeah. from a kid just I was glued to every single moment of it and then unfortunately um, uh, with Problem Child it's all still there but you just want to get it <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to give the second one a go when we get to it. It's 91, so... so it, it can't be as bad. Uh, so that's it for July 1990. It's uh, We're halfway there. We're halfway there. We're living on a prayer. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, that rhymes too. <laughs> living on a prayer. Halfway there. I'm going to leave it there. Why do you stare? <laughs> I'm going to go lay by the bay. I just may. <laughs> it's going to eat some hay. <laughs> it's late. I'll see you a little later, okay? Bye, everybody. Bye. And so another episode comes to a close. We've got some awesome people to thank. Andrew Golding does our music. You can check out his stuff at www.com antigold.bandcamp.com Rebecca Sheedy does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at Miles Scribbling. You can send us an email at livinginthepastpod at gmail.com You can follow me on Letterboxd at PD Lumsden and you can also find lists of all the movies that we've covered in the episode so far. You can check out some of the songs and albums we've been talking about on Spotify. Just search Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you're looking for. And don't forget to listen to our mini-episodes. They come out every Sunday. If you want to help us grow the show, can you please give us a five-star review and some comments of wherever you get your podcast from. And until next time, sit back, look back, and relax. Thanks. Bye.